you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and today we're going to ta- be talking about bullyproofing you for the workplace and how difficult it can be dealing with people at work. And so we're going to talk a little bit and give you a few tips on how to deal with them. Thanks again for being here, and let's get started. First of all, I want to make sure that you guys know how to get in touch with me in case you would like to other than these these uh, meetings these free meetings that we do on Friday if you want to shoot me an, an email you know how to do that or connect with me on Facebook Jeannie Cisco Meth or Bully Proofing You Twitter is at Jeannie Meth let me know what you're thinking how you're enjoying these and what I can do to help you more I know I get emails and comments from people all the time and I try to incorporate them into my trainings my podcasts my webinars and let people know um, and where you can find the answers so thank you very much for being here have you ever had a boss that was very difficult you just had a difficult time dealing with them but maybe you were afraid you couldn't find another job you weren't sure what else to do or have you ever had trouble working with co-workers <laughs> oh man I can tell you from my work history that there are always seems to be some people that that you just don't always get along with and and we're going to be talking a little bit about that today too how to deal with with people more appropriately even when they are jerks or just when they're just you know they're one thing i've learned is that people are doing the best they can with what they know and if you're able to realize that and keep that forefront of your mind then then you can deal more hum, humanely with them and I apologize, I have a bit of a cold, so I'll be drinking, I've got some hot water that I'll be drinking and tea, and and so if you hear me pause for a little bit, I apologize, I just gotta, gotta take a sip before I go into a coughing fit, so thanks for being here. Some other things that we're going to talk about today is, have you ever said something and then immediately wanted to pull it back in? I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Liar, Liar, but the bloopers on the end are hilarious. And Jim Carrey is pleading with his secretary to please come back. And he's trying to say something. He says something totally wrong, and he acts like he's casting a fishing pole out there and trying to reel it back in. Yeah, I've wanted to do that a few times. How about you? Sure does, right? Or what if you're not sure what to say when you know someone's trying to intimidate you because you have all the signs there. You feel you feel uh, scared, you feel intimidated, you're afraid. Maybe your hands start sweating. You know, it's getting a little hot under the collar as they speak. That's what we're going to be dealing with today, okay? But first of all, I want to thank you for being here with me. I want to thank you for listening to what I have to say. I want to thank you for your interaction and for your comments and your emails. Please keep those coming. I so appreciate them. Let's talk a little bit about the benefits that you'll be seeing today. First of all, you will see a boost in your personal value. 
And I know a lot of times when I first talk, start talking about this, people get nervous because society is, or some people, especially religious people, are afraid of appearing um, arrogant or self-centered. or And that is not what personal value is. Personal value says that you are valuable as you are. Doesn't mean you're better than anyone else, but you are just as important as they are. So don't put anyone above you and don't put anyone below you. The other thing we're going to talk about is perspective. And I know we spend a lot of time on this, on talking about where um, other people are coming from and trying to see what they see. And when you do that, it makes interacting with them much easier. So we'll be talking about that as well. We're also going to talk about and develop some planned responses so that when you are in a situation where you can't always think, remember we talked about how when emotion is high, intelligence is low. And so when that happens, you have some planned responses that you can use so you're not trying to create some new ones. And, and the last benefit, of course, is we're going to talk about practice. What should you practice? How should you practice? Because practice makes permanent. You have to make it perfect. And as you measure, monitor, and adjust, you strive towards perfection. I don't know if anyone ever reaches it, but I do know that you can get pretty dang close as you continue to work and measure and monitor and adjust. Okay? So let's talk for a moment about personal value and why personal value is so important when you're in the workplace or when you're anywhere. And uh, this is a picture of my lovely daughter. She was recently on ABC uh, interview with me that aired in November 11th. And it was phenomenal and so inspiring to hear her talk about how she went from contemplating suicide to thoughts of finally believing that she is valuable and she is worthwhile. And when you have that foundation, remember the pyramid um, that I talk about so frequently, that foundation of personal value. When you believe that you are valuable, then you act and behave a certain way. And when you believe you are valuable in your workplace, then you know and you feel valuable and you're not as likely to take a front when other people say something. You're more likely to accept it as them having a bad day instead of as something is wrong with you, okay? My first question to you is, is are you good at your job? Do you do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it? If you're catching heat from other people at work, the first thing you need to look at is yourself. Am I doing these things people are saying I'm doing? Then, from there, then if, if you know what, if you've been late on assignments, if you've missed assignments, if you've been missing a lot of work, those things, then people have a right or you know it's going to happen. So you can take a proactive approach and say, hey, you know what, you're right. I've been sick a lot lately. I apologize for that. I will make it up. You know, I'm human. Whatever, I'll make it up by doing X. So sometimes 
people catch flack at work because other people feel the pressure. And so if you're up front and you step up and you own that and you take responsibility for it, then that helps a lot. The other thing is, is is there training that you're missing out on that maybe you need to get instead of sitting back and saying, well, someone needs to train me, actively seek that training out so that you are better at your job. All of these things help improve you in your workplace and they help you be a more valuable employee and you're more valuable to the other people around you. That's important. You need to be valuable. You are valuable in and of itself, but you need to create value as well. The other thing that I want to talk about is when when you are looking for validation or when you when you're when you're sitting in your cubicle thinking man I'm here on time every day I do everything I'm asked all of the time and nobody seems to notice has anybody ever felt that way I know I have and what happens is is you hear validation for other people but you don't hear validation for you so then people usually ask for validation and when you ask for validation, people typically don't like to give that. But if you have this foundation of I am valuable and the work that I do here is valuable, it doesn't matter what other people say, then you will start to hear people say things. Um, mine was students. My students would always uh, tell me what how much they enjoyed my classes or how much they, uh, they were learning in my classes. And that that helps. But what you want to do is get to a point where you don't have to have the validation. The validation is nice, but you're no longer working for that validation. You're working because you have that internal, intrinsic validation that you know you're valuable and you know what you're doing is important. When I say you are amazing, what is the first thought that comes to mind? Do you think, yeah, that's cool? Or do you think, no, I'm not? What happens is, is that initial response is that tells you right where you're at in your personal value. If your first response was, no, I'm not, you've got a lot of work to do. If your response was, yeah, I am most of the time, then you've got some work to do. And so when you are empowered and when you feel strong you become strong James Allen says we are makers of ourselves our thoughts make ourselves that's the gist of it that's not a direct quote but but it it's true that what you think about comes about and so if you think you're amazing you become amazing and if you think that you know, there's a lot of problems, guess what? You're just going to get more and more problems. That's all you're going to see. So if at work you notice that people are bothering you or you notice that people are harassing you, start finding out how you feel about yourself first. And if you don't enjoy spending time with you and you don't enjoy who you are, then you're sending out this this feeling of I am not valuable, I'm not good at what I do, 
there are problems here and other people pick up on that okay and now we're to the time of how do I change we've talked about this before and as I said we'll continue to talk about it again and again what is it let me hear you that's right awareness the first step is awareness the second step is yeah you got it decision you got to make the decision on what to do so you become aware of a problem somebody at work says something to you and you decide you know what yeah that is a problem or you decide they're just having a bad day and I don't it doesn't have any part of me and then you move on to the action phase what action are you going to take to make this change right so it's just a repeat of those things over and over and over again let's let's give you an example so you're at work and your boss co- calls you into the office and he says we're going to pick on Sam today um Sam you've been late every day this week and Sam says thinks to themselves right okay that's the awareness part have i been late every day or was i just late one day or what and then you take action and you say you know what you're right i've been late every day this week my daughter is very sick and i've been trying to get her um, medical care or whatever right i don't want to leave her in the morning takes me a little bit longer to leave whatever so awareness decision action being aware of what the problem is i don't know if you saw the movie top gun one of my all-time favorite movies it's an old movie now but it still gets playtime it still gets airtime and it's still selling quite a few but there's there's a part in there where maverick tom cruise is in a training room setting and slider one of the fellow uh pilots makes a comment to him about crashing and burning and not getting what he wants and Maverick leans forward and sniffs him and says Slider you stink and then walks away right Slider immediately was he just made aware of something or was Maverick just retaliating so Slider sniffs to see if he smells or not and makes a decision from there those are all that's exactly what I'm talking about you're constantly being made aware of things and you're constantly making decisions about that awareness the question is is what are you doing about it are you getting angry and resentful at the other person are you closing off and hiding yourself away because you're afraid of someone else saying something what action are you taking How many of you are keeping your little notebooks that I've asked about? Awesome. Great. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Keep those notebooks. Pay attention to what's going on. Aware. Be aware. So you're making good decisions and you're taking the proper action to get you where you want to go. All right. We're going to talk about perspective. And I know we've been mentioning this all along but your perspective is how you see things my perspective is how I see things and everybody has their own perspective and what they do and and if I see myself as a hero I'm a hero 
And if others see me as a hero, that doesn't affect my view unless I allow it to. Isn't that crazy? So, when you're in your awareness phase, in your decision phase, remember each person has a perspective as well. And if you ask yourself the question, why would a normal, rational person think or act this way? It will help you tremendously. Because you will realize that people are doing the best they can with what they have. They're not being a jerk just to be a jerk. They're doing the best they can with what they have. It's not always them versus me or Sam versus me or, you know, if if you have that mentality of they're out to get you, that's what you find. But if you have that mentality of we're working together, how can we make this better? That comes about as well, too. Now, if you are in the middle of changing um, your mind or your perspective from one way of seeing or thinking to another way of seeing or thinking, it's going to take a little bit of time. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes a while to change. So you need to be aware of that. That's why I say keep the notebook because you will notice it as it starts to change. What is your perspective? Where are you at? You don't know where another person is coming from. You don't know their pain. You don't know what's going on at home. Now, some people will tell you, but not everyone does. And so if someone is lashing out at you, it may it may have nothing to do with you. And you may just be the last straw, right? And so that comes back to if you believe in yourself and what you do, and you know you're good at what you do, when someone lashes out at you, then you are strong enough to ask a few questions to find out, hey, maybe this person is hurting, maybe this person is going through something that I can help with, or maybe this person just needs to vent, or, you know what, maybe I did fall down on this assignment, maybe I do need to make it better. And it's it's just, it's a matter of the questions and answers that you get. Make sense? All right, thanks. I appreciate that. Now we're going to have a few planned responses. The first one that we talked about is when you are confronted by something that doesn't feel right, it's going to stretch your comfort zone, right? Because your comfort zone is what you're used to day after day after day, and it's where you feel a comfortable. But when someone confronts you, then you're going to stretch your comfort zone and learn how to handle it and interact, or you're going to shrink back from stepping outside that comfort zone and you're not going to learn anything and it's going to have some problems or consequences. And so what we're going to work on right now is is some appropriate responses that you can use when you feel yourself getting anxious. Because remember we talked about when 
um, emotion is high, intelligence is low. And so what you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself the first question of, why would a reasonable, rational person behave this way? Okay, write that down, lock that away, keep that somewhere, memorize that. Why would a reasonable, rational person behave this way? That's the first question you're going to ask yourself. And then, when ideas start coming up, then you can ask them, Hey Sam, you know, what, what's going on? You're a really reasonable, rational person, and this doesn't seem like you. Can you tell me what's going on? By framing the question that way, you have already put out there that you like this person, that they're reasonable and rational, so you are framing it to be a cooperative working environment instead of an attack and defend environment. Sorry, I had to get another drink. Okay, some other questions. Make sure you're sending me in those those questions and comments. Um, this this comes in from from Shelley, and she says that one of the questions that she asks after taking a webinar she came up with was she said she will ask the question, "How are you?" And most people automatically respond to that, right? I'm fine. Well. How are you just gives you a little bit of time to think. Or, you know, what time did you get here today, right? That's just delaying and it's giving you a little bit of time to think. And as we know, people answer questions. And so those are a few different ones that you can have. What time did you get here? What are you eating for lunch? Um, how are you? How are things at home? Um you know, all of that stuff gives you time. And then, why would a reasonable, rational person behave this way? And then, how could I help or be of service? Pretty easy, yeah? Now, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to practice. Because if you don't practice, you're not going to get better. And as we know, people practice physical sports all the time. And some people practice speaking. Uh, people in sales practice selling. This is just something that you get to practice as well. Come up with your thoughts, your comments, your responses. Then you're going to actually say them out loud. Then you're going to start working on them in a safe place, whether it be at home or with a friend. Um, then you're going to move it to a public place. You want to get it to be as close to the actual interaction as possible. Each time you get uncomfortable, practice. Because that's when you're really fine-tuning it, measuring, monitoring, adjusting it. Is you need to get uncomfortable. If it's not uncomfortable anymore to say these things and practice them with a friend, and practice them with a telemarketer or practice them with a peer. Practice them at the mall. Practice them... Um, singing them, whatever, whatever stretches your comfort zone. Because when you are confronted, your comfort zone is definitely stretched. Okay? So, let me know how your, how your um, things are going, how, what some of your planned responses are, some of the questions that you're asking, some of the incidences that you're going through at work. Again, remember, Twitter is at Jeannie Meth. 
Facebook is Bullyproofing You or Jeannie Cisco Meth. Or you can also shoot me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com. And that's J-E-A-N-I-E at J-E-A-N-I-E-C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H dot com. And I gotta be honest with you, I work on computers, and my husband's name is Meth. There's nothing on to do with drugs, it's just a name.